How Hello. Look at us. We're both on time and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you're eating a sandwich. You're keeping the ASMR alive. It's actually chicken wings. <laughs> Ooh, I just watched a video uh, of this lady making Korean hot wings, and now I really want wings. Mm. But, I've got, I, but I've got lukewarm water, so there's that. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we weren't ignoring you. I was I was sipping no, water. No, I I didn't think you were. I uh, I don't know. It like didn't do the like sound it does when it connects me. It just kind of was like you've been here for three seconds, and I was like I don't understand. <laughs> so just sliding into the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, uh, am I really here? <laughs> Are any of us really here? Yeah, I've been thinking that like all day. <laughs> like, so checked out on reality. I'm like, ah, whatever. I am partially checked out on reality because we're heading up to Chicago here next week. So yeah. I've been like blowing off stuff and being like, nope, can't finish it. Nope, can't do that. Nope, <laughs> I'm going to be gone next week. <laughs> I'm very busy. I had one of my coworkers go, uh, you know, can we, if we can just put this on Chris's, like trying to convince one of my bosses. Like, can we, if we can just get Chris to get this done before, and I'm like, that will not get done in one day. <laughs> and I, my day tomorrow is already spoken for at work. So, no, 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 no. <laughs> Do you ever get that where, like, people find out that you're going out of town and then they just, like, pile everything on you? Like, real quick before you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden, everything that they didn't need all of a sudden now needs to be done because they're terrified of one week without it happening. Oh my god! You had like three weeks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything else, like when you gotta like renew your lease, they want like three months in advance. Like, I mean, you tell an employer that you're leaving, they want like your three weeks notice, right? Like, I mean, give me some notice, man. Tell me this shit's coming. (sighs) Like, I remember, yeah, a retail store job I had. Oh yeah. They tried to tell me that like I like they wouldn't give me permission to take my vacation until like they confirmed my numbers for the week were what they wanted. Like oh. uh. so like it was like the next day basically. I believe I remember being like you know that if they say no I'm going to quit. Right? <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, I mean Oh, we live in 2020. People get with the shit. I just don't understand like what it is about any job that anyone has ever had where they like check out of reality and they're like, "Oh, well, it's okay if I'm a total fuckface because I'm just doing my job." Like, I don't understand that. Wait, are you? Am I the person in that analogy? No, no, no. no. <laughs> like people that are like, you can't take vacation unless you're a sales quarter. Oh, we're like, yeah. I'm gonna need notice of uh, this and that. And I'm gonna be totally unreasonable. And by the way, you should do these seven things for me before you leave for vacation. Yeah. So, oh, oh, you're eight months pregnant. Nope, nope. Get up there, clean the windows, lady. <laughs> I think yeah. You've got time in you still. It's like the same people that do that are the same people that are like, oh, capitalism's the best. I'm like, really? Because, like, I just, I like you know, maybe. But, you. Uh, they're also the same people that saw nothing wrong with the 50s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? It was awesome. We had ice cream, and as long as you were white, everything was great. 
I do like ice cream. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. eating ice cream right now. <sighs> what have you guys been up to? Is it cold as shit up there? Am I going to oh freeze? God, so cold. Is, my, is my literal dick going to fall off? Down I mean, my like, pants? if you came up today, yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh. like today and tomorrow. I thought tomorrow was going to be like a couple degrees warmer, but it's going to be like five or ten degrees colder. <laughs> and I'm going to die. Uh, no, actually, I have like less. I have to- do you ever wonder why Chicago ever became as big as it did when everybody just hates the weather in the winter? <laughs> like, I wonder that about like every city like that isn't in like the tropics. I'm like, yeah. what? Right, right, like right. why? I mean, yeah, because we can. That's great, but like but really? Yeah, it's like this is miserable. Let's just put our let's put our huge city right next to the river or the lake that's just cold as shit. Yeah, that, yeah. But hey, it worked out. Yeah. No, I had, like, on my way home, because I, so I had my, like, normal day, but then I uh, was meeting a couple new clients, which, super cute. It's a greyhound and a chihuahua. They're brothers. They were, like, cuddling, and the chihuahua is, like, the size of the greyhound's face. So they were just, like, face to body. (laughs) I. But so it was home like later and I was like waiting for the bus and I was just like, my face burns. Oh. It, was, it was like, and I was thinking about this uh, earlier. Like, I feel like a lot of times when people uh, go through the like, would you rather be hot or cold question, that they're really thinking like, you know, would you rather be like hot, like 90 degrees or cold, like 30 degrees? I don't think they're actually thinking like, uncomfortable past like slightly uncomfortable hot and cold um yeah i mean like obviously there's fringe people like that live up in alaska that think we're all pussies yeah but i mean there's days anywhere in the midwest pretty much that like when the wind hits you it literally like sucks the life out of you yeah (laughs) i'm sitting there thinking like okay like like, did you ever see the movie Hocus Pocus? It's like when they're, like, sucking the soul out of the child. <laughs> it's like, that is, yes. that's how Chicago weather is when a cold, that's stiff exactly. wind comes off Lake Michigan and, like, hits you right in the face. It just, like, takes your life essence yes. out of you. Yep. This is it. <laughs> uh, I'm actually super excited. Both of us are super excited to come up and see everybody. And see my brother. I think this would probably be okay, like night twice bad, because usually oh, if there's oh. like a couple days that are like this bad, then usually at least warms up a little, you know. There's alcohol, you know. There's always that. <laughs> That's true. Um, and I think we'll be spending most of our time indoors, anyways, because you know, fuck, whatever. It's cold. <laughs> it's cold here, though. I mean, like, yeah. I, it's not like I'm coming from like the tropics like, and i'm being a little bitch it is it's cold as shit here too yeah exactly uh, thanks obama obviously this is your fault well if you read the if you read the news that's all that they say it's always obama's fault i mean <laughs> even I, everything yeah, that's happening now that's still obama's <laughs> fault i love that like obama like hasn't been like a total like 
crazy person after you know like hillary clinton she when she didn't win she just can't stop talking <laughs> she just like won't let it go wrote, wrote a book about how she lost <laughs> like just can't let it go but like obama you know he, he he gracefully stepped out and uh shit went as south as it possibly could and he hasn't like chimed in to like be a total crazy person about it and I think there's something kind of neat about the fact that he's totally just like a cool dad now. <laughs> yeah. I uh, think I like, read something once where, uh, I don't know, someone had like a picture of him in like very attractive pants. And they were like, we got eight years Ooh. of dad jeans and now he's out there rocking these. Dad jeans. <laughs> uh, I didn't know this until I saw the... Uh, jerry seinfeld's show uh comedians in cars getting coffee or whatever it is Mm -hmm. uh but did you know that no president is ever allowed to drive ever again after they become president no i also learned that fact in the same way and i was like well i mean not that i had any presidential aspirations but i definitely have no desire to ever put myself in that kind of situation i I, I feel like too that like that like i would just kind of do it anyway because <laughs> you're the president, right? Yeah. Like, suck my dick. Like, I can't, I literally, we, we've proven this. You cannot be put, like, put in jail if you're the president. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, seriously, what would they, what would they, what could they really do at the end of the day? Like, Obama was just a good dude and he was following the rules. But, like, if, if it was a Trump, what, what are they going to do? They're like, oh, sir, sir, you can't do that. You're, you're under, a, what, we can't arrest him. Uh... <laughs> you're going to have to go and time out. We will take away the Wi-Fi password, just like we did last year. Oh my God! Please, please make that be. <laughs> yeah, because if you think about like the hilariousness of that, like it sounds really stupid, but yeah. like Trump would have no idea how to fix a password on a Wi-Fi router. Like, please, oh God. dear God, actually, like instead of the impeachment process, that's just what we should have done. Yes. Like. Until you're nice to us, we're taking the Wi Fi password. You can't have the Wi Fi password. Apple should just shut his phone off. Well, that's too biased, but no, we should just take his phone. It's the taxpayers are paying for this Wi Fi, and we're taking it back. We're taking it back. (laughs) When you can prove that you can be good, you can have it. (laughs) Well, that won't happen. So, you know, we'll just save the money on that Wi Fi and use it somewhere else. But I mean, like, seriously, if you think about it practically, there's no way he would know. Like, if you chi- all you did, all you had to do is like unplug the router, he would have no <laughs> fucking idea how what to- he wouldn't even know where to start. He would just start yelling at people until somebody figured it out. Oh I guarantee God. you. What if you just turn off his phone? <laughs> That's a TV show. Well, the real TV show is just give me give me all the richest people in the world that like grew up being rich, not the people that like self made. But, like, the people that, like, they are the fucking 13th grandchild of an oil baron or something, stupid shit like that. Give me those people, and I'll just put them in, like, a camping situation. <laughs> just watch them drop one by one into crying, sobbing people on the ground. So this is getting closer and closer to, like, Battle Royale, and I'm getting more and more excited. <laughs> There's a movie coming out soon. It has the dude Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and I call. It, oh, it's just called The Hunt. Have you seen that? 
maybe. just saw an ad for it, but, like, I haven't even seen, like, a full ad for it. Liz and I just saw an ad for it, and it looks awesome. And I don't even like to watch ads, but I was like, ooh, look at all these people that are in it. And it looks awesome. So, totally, we'll probably catch that. So, I think that, like, almost in a weird way, the, like, seventh, eighth generation is not as, like, dangerous as the ones who are, like, second to third generation. Because I, I don't like, know. Well, I have no okay, idea, so, like, what numbers we're even talking about. No, now. she's talking about, like, generations of, like, rich kids, right? Yeah, so, I, I'm lost. And, <laughs> well, and, like, this is just a theory, but, like, if there's been money in your family for, like, generations, like, more than a couple, I feel like there's probably more pressure like both from your family and just like society around you to actually prove something from that yeah you've had you've had decades of like grandpappy that actually made the money being like you little fucking suckling pigs where like you know if it's like the second to third it's probably still in that area of like they remember when they had to live somewhere nasty yeah like i still want you to have a better life than me so here's everything you know yeah and so, like, maybe are in that weird middle generation, middle ground where, like, it's almost worse. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because when they get, like, that super, super rich, they become, like, all these petty, horrible people. Yeah. Like, that lady that hated her kids so much that she left, like, all of her money to her Pomeranian. <laughs> and, it had, like, had a security guard and shit. <laughs> like, that's petty. That's fucking petty. You could give that money to a donation or something, but no, she chose to give it to a dog. <laughs> oh, man. That's that's something David would do. And I love yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, have you seen I Pomeranians? Mean, They're real fucking cute. <laughs> they are pretty adorable. God damn it, little bastards. But, like, I don't know, man. I, I'm telling you, let's just give me rich people and some some money and a, a film crew, and I'll give you a great series. <laughs> like, okay, guys, we're going to have to cook our food. Huh? What? I mean, you don't even have to, like, tell them that they have to rub sticks together. Even if you put a fucking stove in front of them in the woods, they'd be like, huh? I mean, how these we, people... How do we make this machine deliver us buffalo wild wings? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, well, no, we're talking about rich, rich people. The ones that have, like, their own chef on call at all fucking times that never have even had to think about, like, having to wait on something or, like, eat something cold. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Fuck. Have anyone seen the microwave? Yeah, the micro what? (laughs) My my grandfather sold those. He made millions. Millions. That's just what I call my maid. Oh, that would be just brutal. (laughs) (laughs) Microwave, get in here. Microwave, get in here. Make me some food. Microwave is not not all that bad of a nickname in the scheme of nicknames. (laughs) Especially things that like rich people would say to people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Come in here, you less than human. Yeah, that's actually probably not far off from something Trump would say. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, he named his kid Baron. What can you really say about it? <laughs> Fuck, God. I feel like people like we live in. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they all just kind of live in a world so sheltered that they they actually believe that the movies are true. You know? Yeah. 
it's it's real weird like how how we're thinking you know like generational money like you don't even really have to get that far like fucking people that grew up poor but you know got a nice sales job and live in the city there's just fucking douchebags all over the place and it's like rampant and there's this total disconnect and i don't know like how that happens yeah i think it's just like apathy lack of education i don't know i think it's partially greed i think it's a significant amount like I don't know. Because the same people that complain about our generation for not being able to buy houses are the same generation that, like, they graduated from high school, got a job, didn't go to college, uh, got a job that paid $50,000 a year right out of high school, and then uh, were able to collect a really good pension, and then they were not being pulled out for Social Security the entire time, and then they had... uh, bought a house for <laughs> fucking dirt cheap and then paid it off within like 10 years and then built liquidity from there on out. Uh, those people are the same people that want to know why we won't buy those same houses that they bought for 50 grand for $500,000. Yeah. Um, and they don't, they just can't understand why we don't want to go into more debt when we already have crushing amount of student debt. Um, when they went to college for dirt cheap peas, basically. <laughs> I worked through my college. Yeah, you worked part-time. Part-time. <sighs> I could pay for, like, a class if I worked part-time, maybe. But probably not including books. <laughs> yeah. It's just... I, it, it just makes me think, like, do you not remember being, like, a kid and, like, struggling and, like, not having money all the time and, like, what it was like to, like, feel like you can't get stuff that everybody else has that is just, like, normal things, like paying for a home so you build wealth you know like uh it's so weird i don't know like i i just don't understand like what compels people to forget like how to assess that other people are in different like living conditions and situations that they are well because they like go to destination hotel spots that are like have walls around the place so you don't see the slums or like they don't even fly over the slums when the airport when the plane pulls in so they like purposely go around the slums so you don't see it yeah but i mean it's like it's 2020 like there's no excuse to not know Well, I think that's exactly what it is the 2020 thing is that we've just created algorithms and a bunch of self-serving um news feeds that basically feed into only what you want to see and that's the problem man i feel like news used to be that everybody sat around one radio and listened to what was told to them by whatever radio station was available and nowadays um it's just whatever they want you to hear (laughs) it's frustrating because like there's more news available and like there's more outlets for the people who want to hear something different and there's there is a lot of good to that but it means that you do have to work harder to find things that are not just like echo chamber yeah yeah because it 
it's really easy to fall into the trap of thinking that because you oh, have yeah. it's a trap. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, just getting in. I just got done with a school dance. So, oh, well, we were talking about depressing stuff, so now you can tell us about fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. talk about school dances. Yeah, uh, it's okay. It's always cool to see, you know. What age group are we, are we talking about here? Junior high, so sixth, seventh, eighth. Okay, well, they might still have like, hope about life in general. I love it. Well, actually, no, yeah. Like the most years. Yeah, they think the most important thing possible is getting someone to go to that dance. <laughs> that You're is very wrong. true. You know, I mean, to them, that's 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 the event of the year. You know, that's the only thing to live for. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to realize anything can change that day. You go with the yeah. popular yeah. girl, you could become the popular guy. Yeah, maybe you, you get go. your butt. Maybe you get your butt grabbed. You know. You know, maybe this whole she's all that situation, you know. Ah, yes. You never know. Ah, uh, man. Fun fact, M. Night Shyamalan was involved with she's all that. Shyamalan Ding Dong. Was he in it? <laughs> uh, he wrote it. If I remember really? Right. Was there yeah, a twist? Yeah, like That's a different right. name. Somebody, Wait, well, somebody fact check me. What was the twist? I, I think you're right, because he did do, like, what was the movie? some teen movie stuff. She's what all that. that. She's all that. Fact check me. He I hear like David and I both clicking away at this. Um, ba, 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 ba. Let's see here. Directed by Robert Iscove. Produced by Peter Abrams, Richard N. Gladstein, and Robert L. Levy. He uh, uses he a fake an, name. An uh, uncredited rewrite on the script. Oh. Yeah, because uh, like... Uh, like there's this name I can't remember what it is, but there's this name that like actor or sorry directors used to use when they didn't want to be credited, like um, like yeah, Dune. Yeah, there's a lot of people that use like the Dune movie. What's his name? Didn't want to be part of that after he it came out. He hated it. Uh, yeah, what's his name? I can't think of it. You know, I feel like that's kind of like the biggest burn you could give to anything. To just be like, you know what? I don't even want to be associated with this. Like, you guys well, so much that I don't. Can you imagine? Like, a you had to like, you had to talk. Uh, you had to go to the film actors guild, and you had to like prove your case, and then I had to go through this whole process, and then they would allow you to use this pseudonym name that they had used for like twenty years, and then when it got discovered that the people were doing that, they got rid of, they ab- abolished that system. But uh, it was basically you. You couldn't do it just because you didn't like it, like it or something like that, or like you didn't like an actor in it. Or you had to like prove the case that they took it out of your creative control, and that mm-hmm. the final product was something that you did not intend. So that's that's, that's why you that's want fair. your name removed from it. And I think that's totally fair. Yeah, that that's totally. I think it'd be like, you know, like someone like put a fucking painting on a wall in a in a museum, and then the museum was like, "Yeah, it needs more red." Yeah, <laughs> just gonna put a little bit of this on there, like the uh, the picture of the nun that tried to fix a fresco. David <laughs> <laughs> yeah. knows what I'm talking about. It's this like beautiful fresco uh, of Jesus, and I... and this nun tried to fix it, and you know, bless her heart. Yeah, it looks it looks like a it she looks turned so it into awful. I think like a basically everybody says it looks like a monkey with its mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> this is cute. 
Did you did you see yes, all the people yes, photoshopping yeah, it on other paintings? It's... That was the best. Like, the Mona hey, Lisa she got all the that credit, way. you like, know. Oh, she hilarious. got really famous. A super famous painter because of it. So, oh, thank thank God for the internet. <laughs> you right? Yeah, you can be so bad at right, something exactly. that you become good at something. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. For the note on this, I'm just gonna put Jesus Fresco, and everybody's gonna be like, "What?" <laughs> Oh, so, uh, Brock, I, I want to get back to the uh, to this dance because those are always like hilarious to me, and it's just a big ball of you know hormones yeah. wrapped into one room. Uh, so, so first of all, yeah, what song yeah. just crushed exactly. tonight? Oh, none. It was a rough what, night. What's, tonight, you don't lie. have to tell me what school um, or which place it was, <laughs> but like, did it have to do with the demographic? Like, you were having trouble figuring out the. Well, no, I've done the yeah. I've done their school dances a lot. It always works. Um, but I have um, noticed if it's bad weather, the so-called like cool kids, the yeah. ones that kind of run the dance floor and like do all that, oh, don't, weird. They don't come. So I'm thinking it has to do with a uh, mom and dad poverty kind of can't get a mm-hmm. ride. This is like some science study here kind of where you figure out, like, judging by which kids are on the dance floor, what the weather's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, I can normally tell all the, the time, kids on the floor. He's like, ah, oh, it's going to snow tomorrow. Damn it. <laughs> oh, dude, you, I can look out to the crowd and see how girls are walking into the club and tell <laughs> well, you yeah, if I it's going to be a good night or not. Like, if I see a lot of big oh. purses, yeah. shit ain't happening. Because it's not going to be a good night. If I see a lot of clutches or no yeah, purses, yeah. Okay. it's going to be a good fucking okay. night. Or if you see no women at all, it's going to be a real bad night. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of neck beards that is and very fedoras. True. You're talking about the brass rail? What's happening? Yeah, I mean, I fell <laughs> into that category. <laughs> In fact, every yeah. time we were at the brass rail, it was just a bunch of bros. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time. I will say this though. Uh last okay. week we had our big party of the year. Ooh, okay. In uh in Macomb. And uh we hit capacity oh, at eleven wow. fifteen. We hold thirty six hundred. And that was just like that just packed, slammed. Yeah. We're one in, one out, awesome. all the way to the end. From what I heard, we had about seventy people Dude, you in ever line get, like, when we closed. A little bit weirded out about those places. Like, I don't know about you, but like after that one band basically burned everybody alive down in a fucking bar, we used to get a little sketched out in some places. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why I don't. Okay. okay, and I think you guys are gonna look at it totally different now. I have been playing in three, eh, three different clubs. <laughs> oh, I didn't know club. this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody fucking moves. Nobody cares. They automatically just go, oh, it's not real. And they all stay. They're like, we'll just die. This is our life now. There was, there was, yep. And I remember I was talking to, uh, okay. Everybody knows him, the light guy. I'm talking to him, and I go, seriously? Like, nobody's going to leave? Like, 
this could be a real fire. And he looks right at me and goes, <laughs> shit's lit. And I was like, that's pretty, good. That's pretty that's funny. Good. That's pretty funny. Like, all right. So, and I want you to realize this too. The bar that we were working at, they had the amps hooked up to the fire alarm. So oh, the fire alarm goes that off makes and sense though. Amp. I mean, it's, yeah. it won't let any music go out. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. It totally makes sense. So all the music turns off, and all you hear and is a like, like that. Everybody just stands there and is looking around, and they just start getting drinks. Oh, this is the intermission. Okay, Becky, where's my purse? So I'm running Save up and life. down the stairs trying oh, to figure okay. out how to get the amps back on because there's no fire. I know there's sure. no fire because I can see the whole bar from where I'm at. And I find out that somebody had a space Always heater a fucking space at the front heater. door to keep their Please feet warm. Right. Yes, they kind of kill everything. And what it did was <laughs> it heated up the fog <laughs> in the club, and that made the fire alarm go off. So I don't know how to bypass it. I'm trying to figure it out. So I just rip the cables out okay. and plug them in. Very, okay? very technical. So now I've bypassed. I've bypassed the fire alarm turning off the equipment, but the fire alarm's still going on. So this is what I do. Me being the type of person I am, kind of an asshole, I open up with burning down the house. Burning down the house. I play burning down the house. I play fire by 50 cents. I play the roof is on fire, the old house track. But here's the thing. I asked the light guy to tap out the fire alarm speed, so I knew the beat nice. per minute of the speed of the fire alarm. So then every song was just playing to the fire alarm. So everything was like, bah, nice. bah, bah. it was oh, perfect. Man. It was beautiful. We finally get it turned off, and I was like, you know what? I want to see the security footage to see if anybody left. And we... We, I bet you there was 300 people there. We lost Jesus. maybe The 10, people already 20. wanted to leave and they were just looking for a reason. Yeah, exactly. They just wanted to smoke in the front or something. <laughs> yeah. They were like, ah, fuck it, we'll just leave. Yeah, no, I just remember, I remember seeing like 10 people like, oh, Yeah, that was me. Out. I'm, the, they, like, I'm that out 10 quick. people. I'm the people, I'm the like, oh, fuck, I remember the pictures. Me too. Of I'm like, let's go. Dead as fuck. Yeah. Right. Like, there's a, like, smoke on the water, literally, uh, right? Isn't that about a bar burning down and killing people? Yeah. But anyways, I yeah. was like, this is why people die, right here. Because they were like, it's not real. So, my, here's my question, though. So, doing all these fire drills in school as kids, did it just oh, absolutely. make us immune to it? That we're just because automatically like, that's been fake. in places where you've had fire drills, like, I've been, I don't remember if it was school at work, but I've been in at least one where, like, it was not, uh, like, pre-warned of, like, for the teachers or whatever. Right. And just nobody moved any quicker. It was just like, this huh? is super inconvenient. Oh, my God. I'm in the middle of whatever. Like, hang on, let me grab my coat because it's fucking cold out. Right. And I remember, I think there was, like, at least something that was smoking. Like, it wasn't, like, fire, fire, but it also was not nothing. But we didn't know that. And we're just all like. Uh, right, <laughs> David. Were you, David? Were you working at the rail See, when when we played with Doctor Acula and they fucking broke their uh, fog machine on 
Like it was stu- okay, so it was stuck in the on position. I was there, and by the time we got on stage, you couldn't fucking see yep. what like five inches in front of your face, Brock. Like, I mean, it, it, like literally yeah, the yeah. entire totally capacity of the entire building was just fucked. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and we, we, yeah, it was completely we got on stage and, Like you couldn't got, even fucking I... see anything happening. Like we're all like trying to figure out where we're even at, and like where the keys are at, like where to plug in and shit. <laughs> and like everybody's cheering because it sounds good, but like nobody has any fucking idea what's going on because you can't even see the crowd. It's like literally like the movie The Fog, and you see little <laughs> shadows of people behind the the lights that caught the cast a shadow. But fuck, dude, it was unbearable. All right, I got one. I got one for you. So I show up to this bar. The DJ before me. He turned on the fog machine at full blast towards the end of the yeah, night because right. it, it couldn't keep up, right? Oh, God. And that was on Saturday. I get there on Thursday, and I plug in, whatever, get everything ready. And I'm going to go see that DJ. He's DJing somewhere else in the town. So I, I get everything ready like an hour early. I'm going to go see him. I turn the fog machine on. Well, fog yeah. machines take a while to heat up, and they start working, right? Well, I leave the bar to go see him. And he gets a phone call, like, where the fuck is Brock at? This bar is filled with fog. And this bar has multiple rooms. So it just filled up this room constantly with the door shut. And then the bartender shows up to work. She opens up the door, and the fog just comes out to the main room. Which the main room, the main room is like like the bar at Buffalo Wild Wings. Like... And I walk, dude, I get down the street. I could see it. They have the front door open, and you just see fog just barrel, just coming out. And I'm like, oh, my God. I feel like such an asshole. We, uh, it was funny, though. Yeah, I mean, it was hilarious. They like, weren't happy. They set all kinds of shit off, man. Yeah. Like, we were, we were at a, a Core 77, which is a design yeah. website, uh, a, a thing out in uh, California when I was in college. And uh, they had this party in San Francisco. It was awesome. They had a, like a design studio that they like totally just like rented it out, and they like brought in a burlesque uh, marching band to play and shit. It was crazy. But like towards the end of the night, they have just like a DJ just kind of just doing some like light stuff in the background so that people can kind of mingle, you know? Yeah. And uh, he had a fog machine, and like right. at the beginning of the night, they got in trouble, and like all the alarms went off, and everybody had to get out. And, like, the fire department showed up, and they're like, you know, don't fucking run your goddamn fog machines. Like, it sends this, it sets this shit off. Do not fucking run those. And then the whole night happened, and, every, you know, everybody ate food and had drinks and had a good time. And then that fucking dude turned the goddamn fog machine on, and they, the fucking alarms went off. And everybody got kicked back out on the street. And But this time, Hell the fucking yeah, fire did. marshal shut it down. He's like, nobody's getting back in that fucking building. Like, literally, like, they kicked everybody out of the building, and they're like, nobody's getting back in. Everybody's fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> they shut the whole thing down, dude. So, yeah. It was well, like, by, by that then, one I was guy. Uh, drunk. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. What, David? I said, because it's always <laughs> that one guy. But I'm yeah. a- yeah, also, yeah, I'm sure they uh, thought about they probably thought about that for a month. Who put well, the fog machine back in? Brock, you were right. Uh, Smoke on the water was about a similar <laughs> event. Um, Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention playing at uh, okay, right. a casino in Switzerland. Some oh, wow. fuckface in the crowd shot a flare gun toward the ceiling. Okay. Jesus. And like 
the entire place burned down. Although, like, nobody was majorly hurt, but, like, yeah, everything burned the fuck down. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I thought it was about a bar burning down because somebody—I knew somebody did something stupid. Yeah, the flare like, is even stupider than I. If it was going to be anybody, it would be a Frank Zappa's concert for sure. <laughs> yeah, but who like goes to a concert with a flare gun? Like <laughs> people that go to Frank <laughs> Zappa concerts. Europeans. Yeah, Europeans that, do that. People that shit. take a bunch of drugs and go to a Frank Zappa concert. Well, <laughs> I guess that's a good answer. Dude, watch any of the. Watch footage of, like, the basketball games in Europe. Oh, They're all yeah. shooting flares and, like, jumping thought, around. There was that one that, court. like, the entire That's stadium crazy. burned down. Did you see that one where, like, they're, like, they're just, like, slowly getting out of it. They're, like, oh, I'm fucking going to lose my seat and the whole stadium's burning down. <laughs> Dude, if you ever want to watch something crazy, watch. There's a video series called uh, Americans <laughs> Play in Europe. And it's just videos of them showing up for their first game. And just watching the crowd go nuts, and all the Americans are sitting there like, "What the I fuck is going this. on?" Yeah, Hilarious. I love the you know, I like I totally agree with like not like especially with kids, you don't like shout things out on a sports field and stuff like yeah. leave, let them play and their kids. Yeah, but just like shoot players at them here in America, like people right. people get so riled up about <laughs> stuff that is shouted at them. Do go over to like fucking England. <laughs> At like fucking four p.m. when they're playing soccer, dude, you're gonna hear the worst shit come out of their mouths. <laughs> like, like that's part of the oh, experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They try and get in people's heads, and they say yeah. the worst shit to them. God. Oh yeah, dude, you should see Manchester yeah. when it's like Man U versus Man City, like the cross, dude. The- that, I would never even want to be there. I'd be like, no, like I'm they'll, they'll think up a, a song right. about how you fucking got Talk in a car it. wreck when you were drunk and you have a DUI. <laughs> they would like, they well, fucking come up with dark. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's fucked up, but it kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's rowdy. I'm not gonna lie though, I love it. Like, our sports have become so. Yeah. Like, make sure nobody gets hurt. Yeah, everybody gets be nice, a ribbon. Sportsman-like conduct, you know, all that shit. Yeah, no, I I remember, so Gelsberg played against Whitney Young in the basketball tournament in Peoria. It was, okay. 19, it was in 98, all right? Or 99, maybe. And it was right when they brought out, they gave an award to each, like, to whatever school, okay. the best sportsman-like yep. stuff, right? Sportsmanship. And there was this. It was a mascot that was a big egg. Oh, God. His name was Attitude. But it was, like, good attitude. (laughs) But it was good attitude. And it was the first year. And, like, whatever school had the best sportsmanship got, like, a $10,000 thing or whatever. And I'll never forget, we're down by two. And I'm not going to lie, it was a bad call, but it wasn't that bad of a call. So, Gelsberg goes nuts. (laughs) It just starts chanting bullshit. And this is a high yeah, school basketball yeah, game. There's like bullshit, yeah, was probably one like of those that. Kids wow, one of not that 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 game, but yeah, at a high school game, I would have totally done that. Right, and they take a they take a commercial timeout, and the guy comes over the the mic and is like, "Just remember, you know, attitudes out there, gonna choose one school, <laughs> get ten grand, you know, blah blah blah." Gelsberg, Gelsberg's. Gelsberg's side just starts going, shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the... Dude, it was... I'll never forget 
sitting in the audience like, this is why people hate playing Galsberg. Like, we will be the worst team and and win because of how our kids act at games. We hate you, and we yeah. will make sure you know it. Like, here's, here's one more thing that they used to do in Galsberg. So, because of Quincy and Galsberg in college, I mean, in high school sports now, you have to announce one player um, from one side so and one not a player whole bunch from of the other and then the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because of this. <laughs> so, Galsberg used to, when the the other team, the visiting team would be announced, everybody in the Galsberg, like, section would oh, take out yeah, newspapers yeah. and act like they're reading them. So, you would just see newspapers on the, chill, like, on the student side, just literally, yep. like, 500 students, just newspapers. And right when they announced the last person, because the last person is normally the captain of the team, all the students would crumple up the newspapers and Yeah, we, uh, we did that in college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you it, go. It was like that's, almost that's required. <clears throat> if you were on the home team side, that you sit with the home team side uh, at the stadium where the Salukis played. And like you would, you would always bring the Daily yeah. Egyptian, which was this paper that they printed on campus, and they were in on it, man. They would like print stuff on the fucking inside face that was like shit to just like be mean to the other team. <laughs> so like, and so the spin with I love with it. I SIU love it. Is we would all turn our backs to the crowd, like. And, re- and read the paper, and then there would be something okay. on the top of that paper facing back towards them. <laughs> and then, yeah, when, when it was done, they would pull <laughs> nice. the paper and they'd all try and throw it at the uh, hoop. But it was, uh, yeah, I mean, every game was like that, and it was always fucking just hats, like haggling these bastards. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty... But it, like... I love it. That was what was Dude, fun about, like, like somebody... college sports at that level, because even though we weren't winning all the time... It was like everybody went to that game. And so the place was packed. Everybody knows what to do. Right. And, like, the crowd is just fucking charged up. And then these kids that don't have multimillion-dollar contracts yet are playing really fucking hard because they want those multimillion-dollar contracts. Yeah, so, there's, like, sick. I would yeah. still so much rather watch a college game or even a high school game, like, especially for something like basketball or football, like, Pee-wee, you know, T-ball. If you if you watch a high school game where somebody's actually already yeah. being looked at by professional teams, especially basketball, yeah. that's one of the greatest yeah. games to watch. Because they're so much better than everybody else, they're literally yeah. showing off as much as possible to, like, yeah. get those YouTube views, get those, you know what I mean? Because here's my thing that I don't know how it works. My dad hasn't coached in a couple of years, but you cannot be paid when you're in college. That just okay? changed this like year. You can't get endorsement. But what happens if you get it huge <clears throat> on YouTube? Could you you make- are the only person that you can sell money? your likeness at this point. Like, if they use your likeness, they have to compensate you. Right, but I mean, you can't you go out now. and get a shoe deal when you're in college. Isn't Just this like year, though. In certain states or like certain universities in certain contexts, I feel like. No, it has to do with the NCAA. They, they're the ones that set the regulations. Um, 
hold on. NCAA uh, compensation bill. I'm trying to remember it. <clears throat> okay. As of October 29th, yeah, I didn't know this changed. The NCAA plans to allow college athletes to get paid for the use of their names, image, or likeness. The NCAA has long argued that it is it was converting revenue as the one point billion one billion from the men's basketball tournament into scholarships and other opportunities for students. Yeah, but that's the bullshit about it. They they basically would always say like, oh well, I mean they're getting free rides and we're giving them better uh, education than they ever would. It's like yeah, but you're also raking in billions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. But see, I don't think you can. I don't think you can get sponsored by a company. Still, it's just if your school uses like your picture on things and your number sells the jersey. You see what I'm saying? I don't think you can actually um, physically go out and get a sponsorship deal. Yeah, I think uh, I, I understand what you're saying, but I think that I, that has just recently changed or something along that line. I think it's lines. like in the process of changing. Okay. Yeah, right, right. I don't know why I have any idea about this because I don't care about college or sports. And here's, here's why I'm bringing – I'm wondering, like, back, you know, three years ago, these kids that were blowing up on YouTube with all these views, could they have been looked down upon because they were making money? You know what I mean? Could they have had a lawsuit? Yeah. Is what I always thought. It never happened. I never saw one happen, but I always wondered, like, if I can't get a shoe deal, I might as well make a YouTube so series of me dunking on people. Still, again, money. it was in, in October of 2019. NCAA board votes to let student athletes endorse brands and accept sponsors. <clears throat> so, uh, nice. it was a unanimous vote. That. So, everybody on the board agreed. Well, I mean, they've been Good. fighting this forever. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, it yeah, yeah. It has to I, be yeah. updated into their bylaws no later than January 2021. So they've got a year to comply. But, yeah, I mean, that's a huge thing. Gotcha. And it, well, since we're already talking about it, we should also say uh, women's uh, sports this year got huge advancement because the uh, women's teams are now going to be paid the same level as the men's teams. What? And they will get uh, really great yep. compensation packages for mothers. So, like, they will have paid maternity leave, uh, full paid maternity leave. They will have apartments that will uh, allow them to have multiple kids with them if they want. Um, before they had them, like, sleeping, like, they, they had to share rooms and stuff with other athletes and stuff. So, basically, it's very fucking archaic. Like, you're treating, yeah. like, pro women athletes like they're in high school basketball. yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, everybody was looking to them to see what was going to happen, I, and now it's, they're hoping that it'll trickle down into all the other sports, but it's just like, why is this taking so fucking long? Like, Yeah, but I mean, I will say this, when it comes to that, I, I can agree with both sides of that argument. I don't know, man. When it comes to pay. I can see what both sides say. I can see where somebody goes, they both deserve the same. I get that. But I can also see the other side when they go, well, they only re- they only got us five hundred grand. Well, okay, but you're talking about million. basketball. Like, let's let's just change so, it over to soccer. They are the most winningest team available right now, and the women's actually made more than the men's in the last few years, both in viewership, costs, all that stuff. Right? No, no, no. No, I, I, that's it. Doesn't matter if it's guys or girls. 
I'm saying if somebody generates more money, I can get why yeah, the argument would I be just, yeah. get they get more stuff. Do you see what I'm saying? I feel like in a weird way, because women's teams have like not been paid as much for so long, there's probably kind of a uh, I can't think of the word, but like back of the head thought of um like not thinking it's worth as much. So maybe not going to it because or not paying as right, much. Right. Whereas like if they were paid more, maybe spectators would recognize them more. I'm not necessarily uh, I wouldn't say that. I think it's possible. Like if if an actor is paid more you tend to there tends to be something around them where you go, oh, they're worth more. Like, they're a higher quality celebrity. Maybe I should watch them. Yeah, I just, I mean. I mean, I think the biggest thing is when I'm watching sports, let's let's take one like soccer, for example, where you were saying that how the women's team is so well. When it comes to sports, I think you're going to watch that yeah. sport if you like the sport you, anyway. There's still Lions fans out there. And <laughs> somehow. Yeah. I mean, there's still yeah. Browns. There's still some Browns fans. Like, you know. But what, what I'm saying is I can get – I can understand the argument when somebody goes, well, they generated more money. They deserve more. Because I'll tell you right now, there's a reason why there's so much money in, say, NFL compared to, say, I hate to say it, but men's soccer in the United States. It's because people pay more. Right. Like, but I think you could so say I get it from a business those standpoint. people are still pretty well compensated. And I think the problem was that there was there was a huge deficit between oh, how yeah. much yeah, the, the organization was pulling in and what they were paying their athletes. Yeah. See, that's totally yeah. different. I Okay, I get you on that. If the if the corporation that owns like the league is making all this money and their athletes yeah, are getting I mean, paid well, it's like literally cool. these are the people that are making you all this money. I agree like, with that. Well, haven't you ever heard of keep the talent happy? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh-huh. Right, right. Well, I mean, look at a, a prime example of that is Keanu Reeves giving all that yeah. money to the people that did oh. the special effects in the Matrix when he was like the movie wouldn't have been good without about them. The, They're more important than me. James- like, Gordon, Gordon, and uh, and Rebel Wilson or whatever. What's her name? Rebel Wilson is that mm-hmm. it? Did you hear the shit that they pulled at the what yeah, was it, Golden Wilson. Globes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they dressed up no, in their no, cats I didn't hear any outfits because they were both in that in that movie, The Cats. <laughs> oh, and they no. were like the the joke was that they were like kind of poking fun at it, right? But the punchline of the joke was um, nobody knows how important it is to have good CGI more than us. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But hold on. But hold on. You're going to throw the fucking CGI artist under the bus because you guys made a fucking trash movie? Like, it has nothing to do with the CGI guys. They're just doing what you're telling them to do. Put tits on a cat. Okay, I'll put tits on a cat. (laughs) Hold on, though. Hold on, though. One big thing about the CGI of that movie, and you can you can see if I'm right, but if I remember correctly, after they sent the movie out, they had to spend a hundred million dollars because of all the CGI mistakes, and then redistribute oh, yeah. the movie again because I how bad it was the, uh, on the CGI mistake. Like, like you are correct that like 
uh, like there were just like hands that hadn't been changed into paws and things like that. And just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but like that isn't what made the movie fail. Is that, like people <laughs> just... still had wedding rings on and shit. No, 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 no. No, I'm not saying that. The movie was already horrible, but they were trying to like fix it. And the CGI really dropped the ball, so might as well just blame them, which is so stupid. Because it doesn't matter if the best CGI yeah, ever made, the movie too, was still like, awful. If I remember right, like they were like finishing editing it like the day they sent it out. So like even if you think about like yeah, CGI probably dropped stuff, but at the same time, if they're still editing it, then they didn't go through and check for CGI mistakes or check that CGI had even gone through exactly. that cut, like. Because they probably didn't. Well, I mean, can you imagine if you were, like, say, the director of that movie or the writer or whatever, the first time you'd have been able to see the exact final cut would be at the theater. Because that's how how close they had it to the deadline. Like, fuck that. Just push the movie back. Create more buzz about it. What makes it hilarious to me is that... So I heard people who basically called it, like, like, the horniest unhorny movie or whatever and all i could think was have any of you actually seen cats because that's exactly what cats is is a very horny right. unhorny play <laughs> like, it's, it's, yeah I, I don't even want to like, see it anyway it's, i would never want to go through the play. thing that anyone in theater or musical theater went through at least some point in their life where they listened to it they know all the words, and it is the shame of their existence. <laughs> like, dude, I was so excited. Somebody, I had to go see somebody Ooh, in the yeah. uh, play Clue, right? And I thought it was mm-hmm. gonna be based on the movie because the movie's the shit, right? Uh, no, somebody just made some shit up about Clue, and it was awful. It was so bad. And I remember just sitting there, like, <laughs> I just want to watch the movie. And the movie was like a third of the amount of time. It was like a three-hour play. It was fucking awful. I hate plays anyway. I, I can't do it. It's not my so thing. Oh, it was terrible. And I'm in the fuck. Okay, listen. I'm not gonna say who it was, but they made me so late to the play that the only open seat for the very front row. So. All these people are singing like, oh, this guy's in the front row because he loves musicals. And I'm sitting there like, fucking don't stare at me ever again, please. This is awful. And here's the thing. Maybe the play wasn't that bad, but I hate, hate musicals anyways, let alone being in the front row. And then it's going to be something that's my favorite movie, but it's not based on it. Like, oh, I was pissed. Oh, it was so bad. I just, I, I just wanted to leave. And I couldn't because I was in the front row. Yeah, because it's not like you can go halfway through and them just not know. <laughs> Sorry, there's my rant. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> and I could see it be one of those plays that right when I stood up, somebody would be like, and where would you go, <laughs> sir? Out. Just like throw me in the play like an asshole. I'm like, I gotta go take a shit. Leave me alone. Bye. Sorry. Totally took this no, podcast off rails well. there. Who's yeah, still I think here? we're all still here. Straight. I was going to make David a poop here? joke, but I, I couldn't figure out where to go with what? it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Damn it. I was hoping it would like come to me as I was as I was saying that. Yeah. I keep thinking of really great poop jokes to make about everything that I'm saying now, but 
<laughs> not helpful at all. I would be so late to my gig. Shit. Chris, are you still there? Like, I, I'm literally going to hang up with you guys and run inside and get on stage. Well, suppose we could end if we lost Chris. Well, he's, he's the host, so, like, he has to still be here, but we can't hear him. Maybe he's like. Oh. That's better without him. Maybe he just like. I'm left joking. To go like piss or something and just stayed on. <laughs> oh. Brock, you made Chris. You made Chris cry. I want to talk. Oh. Don't make me. <laughs> I want to talk to him about this artist <laughs> he told me to listen to that I didn't like. It's not. And let me say this. I don't think he makes bad music. I think it's I think it's exactly what he wants it to be. It's not that. for me. I think Chris is gonna send a new link now since he's like, the I host can... and can't can't rejoin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the first time it actually happened. I'm finding it really hilarious. Well, I'm gonna hit my dead spot anyways, so <laughs> I, after I race this BMW. Oh. No, I'm joking, I'm not gonna do it. He let me pass. I Did think so. A new link? Okay. Well, I'll just hang out with you guys. You guys can join the other one. Tell them I said bye. Bye. Alright, see you guys. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Sorry. I was Guys, I was making, I was making, <laughs> I was making point after point, and I was like, I'm so clever, and I'm, I've got all these great, in, like, you know, satirical comments, and I've got all these funny anecdotes, and you guys can hear shit. I just picture you like pointing <gasps> to like a PowerPoint with like, oh. these great slides, yep. and, like halfway yep. through, like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I had, I was trying to make all kinds of good points to what oh. Brock was saying. Oh. And uh, I was eventually I realized you guys couldn't hear me at all. So then I was like <clears> frantically <throat> plugging and unplugging things <laughs> and doing all that I could with my poor little brain. And uh, and then right then Brock's like it's better without him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why? <sighs> yeah. uh, I think it, okay. So here's what I think happened. I uh, yeah. a couple weeks ago I told you that I was using these new gaming headphones just to try them out. <clears throat> because they had a microphone that didn't dangle it just hang off to the side and uh, i didn't charge them so i think they ran out of battery and killed the uh, mic so uh, and then once you like can't like you can't reconnect the fucking headphones after it has gone dead for real and won't let you switch to other uh like speaker choices either it's like once you lose your speaker or like your voice on there you're just done it's like when Anchor was like, all right, guys, what's our mission statement? They're like, screw the users. <laughs> I'm, 40%. Why can't Brock get back on here? I actually did want to talk about Dinny Skip, which he could not remember who that was. Oh, uh, I think he was like just arriving to where he Damn was. Damn it. Going. Uh, no, I heard everything. I heard you guys like, I don't know. He's going to send a new link. It's like, I can't. You're on the link. <laughs> 
Like, it wouldn't let you close it down either. That's so I could have, but it would have been like an abrupt, terrible cut in the middle yeah. of you guys talking. Oh. So it's just better to just have it, like, play out naturalistically, and then I don't have to, like, cut a bunch of weird shit. Uh, so fucking weird. But now we'll have a nice big fat gap in between. So maybe I'll put Diddy Skip right there in the uh, gap. Who knows? <laughs> just to piss Brock off. Uh, Liz actually um, was able, because Liz is beautiful and awesome and has way more access to uh, fun stuff on social media than I do. She uh, she sent a message about, or she like, tweeted a picture of Denny Skip's music playing on her thing, and Denny Skip actually ended up messaging her and saying thanks and stuff. And Liz got him a bunch of likes on his Facebook, which he was really appreciative of. It's cool. That's crazy. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, he's not a really big artist. You know, so that's awesome. Yeah, no, that's what that's what I love about it is like people need to give young artists appreciation because it's so swamped out there nowadays that you gotta like help lift them. Yes, Brock's back. Brock, all right, I don't know how long it'll work. We were just talking about how much you love Denny Skip, (laughs) dude. It's not that I okay. (laughs) I hear so much music that fits in that realm. Uh, Yeah, I get that. That people love it to love it. And that's fine. That's great. Sure. But the stuff that I heard, I was like, okay, I'm digging it. And then something happened. I'm like, but why, though? Like, why did you do that? Because he's young okay, and right. he's, he's doing his own production and he doesn't have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, people got away with that, you know, and made huge careers out of that. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. But his, it just... I think one day he'll be where he wants to be. Yeah. And I think it's because maybe he's not that um, in. There's one step that he might not be into, and it's throwing the rest of the stuff off. Uh, maybe not... it's the production. Maybe it's the recording. Maybe, there's just something that throws me off every time I try to listen to it. All right. I get it. And doesn't throw me off in a bad way or a good way. It just throws it off where I'm like, why? Like, why is that snare so loud? Or it'll be like... <laughs> Dude, why are you singing everything so flat right now? You could have just auto-tuned it correctly and you'd have been fine. Like, right. Um, but I hate it when people go, oh, that's just him. That's what makes it, you know, unique and good. It's no, it raw, just makes it bro. Good. Fuck that. I hate that fucking <laughs> argument. Uh, I hate that argument. Oh, my God. I would, yeah, yeah. I get it. I mean, it's like when I try and get people into Oliver Tree. You either love Oliver Tree or you fucking hate Oliver Tree. That's that's how I feel about when artists like first come out. When I'm like, oh my god, you guys got to hear this. Yeah. When I say, oh my god, you got to hear this, it's not because I'm saying it's good. I'm saying because it's going to change music. Right. Like when I heard David, do you remember when I played Royals for You by Lord? Vaguely. Garage making that mix for that uh, festival that I played at the at the baseball field. Oh yeah, yeah. And I told you I was like, listen. This song screwed up women's music for like four years because everybody's going to be making this slow <laughs> music. And sure enough, right after Lord came out of, with all that, you had Halsey and all that like 80 to 95 BPM slow, not depressing, but not happy either. Yeah. Because before that, you had like Britney and Lady Gaga and all that like 120 uh, and up. You know, uh, you had Kesha, all those making fun dance pop kind of hits. And then. Lord comes in like, and it was like, oh, here we go. 
women become depressing. Let's go. And sure enough, it happened immediately. In all fairness, I saw Lord with Run the Jewels, and that was an awesome concert. <laughs> I could, oh, yeah, no, I wouldn't doubt it. I just remember right when I heard that Lord song, I was like, oh, music has changed. This is the moment. Yeah, like, my, my thing with Lord was they, um, <clears throat> I feel like they rushed her on stage as quickly as possible. And uh, I, I, that's never good. I don't think it's a bad thing now, but I think because I think she learned a lot from it. But by the time Liz and I saw her, she was amazing. And they had like a, a whole theatrical stage performance figured out. And she had figured out the cadence of talking to the crowd and all that stuff. But uh, See, I heard one, when she was young, young, and they just kind of threw her on stage. It didn't go well. And, I mean, that's something that people can at least learn. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. I mean, the, when you see artists just walk on stage and just kill the stage, like, they know how to, like, hold it down. Yeah. Uh-oh. Did it mean that somebody just, yeah. uh, just knows how mm-hmm. to do that without learning? And there's a lot of punk bands that do that really well. They can just grab the crowd and be like, yo, this is what we're yeah. doing. You know what I mean? I'm horrible at that. I cannot do that at all. You give me the microphone. I'm like, no, no, I'll just, no, I'm good. We had the crowd loving I'm us just one not time good and we it. got cut off. <laughs> we had a band that wanted to get out of town early, I think, and they cut like seven minutes out of our set. <clears throat> and seven minutes out of a fucking 30-minute okay. set is one song. You just lost, at least. And uh, I thought we were yeah. doing pretty good. I was like, oh, shit, we got seven minutes left. Or this last song's like three, four. We're going to be good. We'll have time. We can drag. Get fun. Nope. Get like ten notes into that song, and they cut us. Like, literally cut the fucking power to all of our shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, like, cut, cut your like, volume. Shut everything like... off on the fucking... <laughs> yeah, everything. Like, like cut the whole cut theme. everybody and uh, like because I was it's, the song started with me playing the keys and like I was literally in between notes and it just went Erp. and the crowd fucking lost it. They were like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" And I'm like, and I wasn't gonna let them get away with it, so I like literally got in front of the crowd and I went, "They cut us off," and I fucking like put my net hand over my neck like we've been just cut, you know, <laughs> and the fucking crowd just lost it. And like, yeah, yeah, turned around. Oh yeah, I was That's like, the yeah, best was feeling. I love we it. Just got fucking cut off, and then the crowd's like, "What the fuck?" Well, you told. I want to say you told me about that because I told you in my next battle. That's how I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna end it. <laughs> I'm gonna get cut off on purpose on like yeah. a huge sing along song, so the crowd is all yeah. singing. The MC can't even start talking. So I'm gonna go over my time yeah. limit without going over my time limit. I think that's the biggest flex ever. Like literally shut down the whole competition because everybody's still singing my song you can you can kick me off do what you want but they're still singing where are the yeah it's like it's like when someone says like all right get it out of your system and they just keep laughing for like 15 straight minutes (laughs) 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 right exactly yeah all right fucking shut up i'm telling you i would love to see i want to do it in a battle and just play a song that everybody's going to just sing all the lyrics yeah, you get you basically get yourself an extra f- ten minutes out of the song without having ten minutes, and just be cut off like three seconds into it. Right. Quiet down, quiet. Oh, <laughs> fuck! They're still singing. Okay. Yes, I think I it would think work. It would work as well. Um, but basically, like, uh, like I think I told you before about the band. I think they're called Thirteen. Fuck, I'd have to look back. But they basically the the lead singer. He finishes the last song, and then he just starts tearing down their set. 
And so his drummer gets to keep playing. And so they basically play through the whole time that they'd be doing teardown. And so he like gets to extend their set by another like eight minutes because he's figured out a way to tear down the set while they're still playing. That's cool. But like it gets to like the point where the drummer has just like, like one that. thing, like a snare drum idea. and like <laughs> one hi hat and he's just jamming the fuck out of it still. It was I like that idea. Yeah. They're just like taking his drums away and exactly, it's slowly because, like, it's like a deep player, like, structure of open chord. I like it. And then he like handed that off to his to his tech and then he just started breaking all this shit down and he's like handing it off to techs one thing after another. Yeah. And then when they're done, like that last like hit, you know drum hit, they are done and like everything's off the stage and they're just bowing to the crowd and they walk off. I know, and I'd never. I mean, in all the dude, times that's I've such a good idea. I love bars it. with a million fucking bands, and I've never seen anybody do something like that. And like, think of a way outside the box to extend their set when they don't have enough time. It's so cool. Yeah, I mean, you basically get an extra song, and the people love you. That's for so it. cool. I love it. It's pretty genius. Very true. And that's how you, I think you can test out. Oh, do you ever hear you about, uh, I don't know song. if you ever paid attention to any of the bands we were in, but like, uh, when I was in the band um, Left for Dead, did you, do you ever remember the song uh, Red Shirt? Have you ever heard of that song? Doesn't matter. The song I've heard, was I've heard like, all that literally, by the time I was playing with them, I was a copy and paste player. Like I was just coming in and like playing songs that they had already set. But I always loved playing this song called Red Shirt because it's, like, super fast. It's only, like, right. two, two and a half minutes. It's, like, one of those, like, fucking super fast charge songs. And it's super fun to play, super easy for everybody to play so that it's, like, something that you can, like, really get down to. Make the whole fucking crowd hop. Put in a bunch of cool sounds and stuff like that. Anyways, uh, one day I was just kicking around with the guys. Right. And uh, they told me that the song was written as a warm-up song for uh, basically when you're going out and sound checking because you never want to play the song you're going to play live because it just sounds stupid. Okay. And so uh, you play something that, you know, like everybody Correct. can tune to that everybody knows what it should sound like. And then you don't actually play that live. And so they started coming up with these like easy riffs that sounded cool and that the drummer could play along with, and then Bud uh, would come in and sing stuff over the top of it just to get everything checked, right? Mm. But it ended up being so fucking cool, and everybody loved it, that it ended up re-rotated re right. it into the circulation, and then it got wrote, written into a full song that had full structures, verses, chorus, all that, and then breakdowns, and then that ended up being like one of the songs that people loved the most, and it was like one of those that's things cool. that's like, well, it was just written to be easy. <laughs> <laughs> but... The, Right, uh, you here's a here's a sound check song for you that nobody knew. Uh, okay, Beck. His uh, uh, is it? I don't know. Loser, right? Yeah, is that the remember. actual I name of the title? It might be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a loser, babe. Uh, no. Yes, it is. It is Beck is Loser. Yep. If I remember right, that started like getting hyped during the sound check and he was like oh shit this is probably yeah, a real man, song works. <laughs> and that's like oh 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Brock, I think we're finally we're hitting fine. the edge of your, your ability. Dude, which makes it even funny. Up. No. Oh. I like how our stop. No. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Brock. <laughs> That's a perfect song for me to go out on. I'm a loser, baby. David, keep it under 30 seconds so I don't get any yells at Oh, yeah, I should probably stop. Whoops. <laughs> Oopsie, poopsie. Uh, Brock, thank you for joining us tonight, buddy. Thank you, Brock. Brock, 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 Brock. Brock, 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 Brock. It says he's still here, but I don't hear him, so I'll, I'll pretend that he's still here. <laughs> I'll take the high road. Brock, the podcast was only good because you were here. (laughs) (laughs) Them's nice words. Them's not fighting words. (laughs) Them's really kind words. Them's compassionate words. (laughs) It's very kind. (laughs) Uh, Well, we still are at the one hour mark, so should we just... Yeah, uh, I think I'm still trying to fall out from getting home, so it's about time to try to finish that. Mm, okay. David, any final thoughts? Uh, nah, not really. Nah, nah. All right, well, uh, hey, uh, next week we should maybe think of a way to uh, do a live cast. <gasps> I haven't thought about that. Now I'm really excited. But, Dave, this requires you to do some uh, homework on how we do that without fucking everything up. Uh, yeah. Because we would no probably idea. only be able to do it with one mic and one line. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, so we got to <laughs> think that through. So we might fail miserably, folks, but we'll do our best. Yeah. That's, that's all we can ever really hope for in this podcast. <laughs> don't, don't fail miserably. Do our best. <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds about right. All right. Now that's a good note to end on. Bye. 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 Bye.